just a interesting Mother Shabbos story, which uh, is related to this last past week. We had uh, Gimel Kislev. Now, Gimel Kislev on the calendar doesn't seem to be anything special, but it's brought down in the Svarim that Repinchas Koritzer, the, son, the, the student of the Baal Shem Tov, colleague of the Mezritche Magid, didn't say Tachnun on that day. And the reason that he didn't say Tachnun, he explained, because for him it's a Yontav. Because he witnessed a great miracle on that day, a miracle that the Baal Shem Tov, his Rebbe, performed on Gimel Kislev, where he saved the community of Kamenitz. Now, what is the story about? So, in the Sefer, which brings the that uh, fact and information about Repuches Koretzer, that he wouldn't say Tachnun, and Repuches Koretzer added that this Yontav is only for him because he happened to be there. But others who weren't there shouldn't uh, necessarily extend that as, uh, as a holiday for them. It's a personal thing for him that he wouldn't say Tachnun. So the story itself is actually recorded in the Kutta de Burim. The previous Rebbe tells the story. The city of Kamenitz Podolsk, that's the way it was called, it was in Poland or the Ukraine or the Lithuania, depending on what period. There was a bishop and a big anti Semite. His name was Dambuski. He decided that the Talmud and many other traditional Jewish books are highly offensive to the Christian faith, and therefore they should be burnt, uh, you know, at the center of the town. And he made a decree that all the Talmuds from all over, all the shuls and all the private homes should be taken out in the middle into the marketplace on a certain date, and they should all be set on fire and burned in public. He invited the masses, the peasants from the surrounding towns and villages to come and watch this wonderful spectacle where they burn all the traditional Jewish books that seem to be so insulting to the uh, faith of the, of the, of the non-Jewish population. In addition, Dambuski decided to impose a very harsh and a crushing tax on the Jewish community, which they were supposed to pay at a certain day, and the money was going to go to support the churches of the city of Kamenitz-Podolsk. And if the Jews uh, don't come up with that money, then all the peasants and uh, villagers from the surrounding towns and villages will be mobilized to go out on, and rob all the Jewish homes. And of course, when they robbed the Jewish homes, uh, it was a great danger to Jewish life as well. The Jews panicked, and the, the tax was way above the means of this poor Jewish community. And on top of that, all the Jewish books were going to be burnt. The Jews were in a terrible state. The Baal Shem Tov had a secret 
group of tzaddikim, tzaddikim nistarim, hidden tzaddikim. One of them was by the name Chaim Yisrael. He had a job. I don't remember if he made carpets or he made pots. He had like a simple job. On the outside, he was a very simple Jew. But really, in essence, he was a great tzaddik and a great makubal and a great Talmud Chochem, but he kept out a secret. Like many of his colleagues who were part of this clandestine group of the Baal Shem Tov, that um, would carry out secret missions for the Baal Shem Tov, but to the public eye, they looked like very ignorant and simple Jews. One of the Mishchaim Yisrael, he lived in the city of Lavov. Lavov had a famous Rav, Reb Chaim Akoyen Rappaport, who wrote Svarim, well-known all over the world. He was also a Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov. This Chaim Yisrael, nobody paid attention to him because he appeared to be a very simple guy. But the Baal Shem Tov sent a special message to this Chaim Yisrael that he must go quickly to the city of Kamenitz-Podolsk and visit the, this uh, bishop, uh, Dambuski, and warn him that if he carries through with his uh, decree against the Jews, he shall know that he will regret it. He's going to face an imminent death. Uh, Chaim Yisrael, who wasn't afraid, he was used to those missions, went straight to Kamenitz and paid a visit to the bishop and delivered the message as the Baal Shem Tov told him. The Bishop Dambuski flew into a rage and yelled at Chaim Yisrael, said, tell to the guy that sent you, meaning the Baal Shem Tov, that I don't care for what he has to say. This Dambuski had an assistant, an assistant bishop, who was his um, disciple or somebody he was mentoring. His name was Mikulski. He was present during this conversation uh, between Reb Chaim Yisrael and this Dambuski. Reb Chaim Yisrael left, and a week or so later, the major spectacle was going to take place in the center of the town of Kamenitz. Many, many peasants came from the surrounding villages to watch this spectacle of the burning of all the Gemaras, and, and major books in Svarim that were deemed to be burnt at the stake. And they also came with clubs and all kinds of tools to, that in case the Jews don't bring their taxes, the tax that they were uh, instructed to, to deliver on that day, they would all attack the Jews. That morning, uh, it was probably a Sunday morning, all the bells at the churches started ringing and playing music, and people gathered from all over. Thousands and thousands of peasants arrived, and Dambuski um, decided to go to this public spectacle with a, with a whole march. He left the, the church and marched to the center of town, um, flanked by... Um, Podolsky and other assistants and officers and they all marched towards the center to take part in this great celebration. 
on the way, as they were marching and the music was playing, Dambuski was struck with a sudden heart attack and he dropped dead on the spot. This caused a major confusion and chaos. And then when people didn't know what to do, all the peasants dispersed without burning this farm, and the whole decree fell apart. People started talking that this is an act of God. God is intervening on behalf of His people and on behalf of His Torah. And the story was forgotten. Many years later, this uh, Podolsky, this assistant of uh, Dombuski, became a bishop in his own right in Lvov. He um, had a problem with the Oleinu L'Shabeach prayer of the Jewish people. He knew what was in this Oleinu L'Shabeach, would Jews thank God for having their religion, their true religion. And we uh, sort of make, uh, dismiss the, the foolishness of other religions. And so he was very offended by this, and he decided that we should take all the prayer books from the entire city of Lavaux, from all the shoals and all the homes, and they're going to tear out that page, the page Alain Rishabach. Jews are not supposed to be able to say it. It's offensive to the faith of the rest of the population. And they set a date aside when this is going to happen. They're going to send officers, police all over the town and get all this Edurim out into the town and publicly tear out the pages of Aleinu L'Shabeach. The Baal Shem Tov again summoned Reb Chaim Yisrael to go to this Podolsky and to remind him that what he himself witnessed years ago when he was... Uh, an apprentice or a disciple of this Podolsky, and how he himself witnessed uh, this Podolsky dropping dead because he tried to uh, start up with the Jewish people, and that Podolsky should watch out. Um, um, and the Bashem to said, Reb Chaim Yisrael, he should tell this, um, this, this younger bishop that he should watch out because something similar might happen to him. Chaim Sol went to him and uh, again he yelled at him and threw him out threw him out of the mansion designated date came and the bishop marched with all his people to go to the center of town where they gathered all the Sidurim from Lvov and in the meantime the Jews of Lvov including the Rav Chaim Akhoyen Rappaport were praying in the shul and fasting um, hoping that Hashem will spare the Sidurim in the last minute. Meanwhile, the bishop is marching, and on his way, he fell down, broke his leg, and he was in excruciating pain. They carried him back to his house, and he was in terrible pain. But then he had a flashback. He remembered the story with this Podolsky, and he remembered that this man that came to warn him now was the same guy, Reb Chaim Yisrael, who came to his master, teacher, Podolsky, so many years earlier. It's the same guy, so he realized he has to take him seriously. So he called him in, he sent a messenger, 
and told him that he's canceling this decree. That's the end of the story. The first story with Podolsky, who dropped dead because he didn't heed the Balshemto's warning, happened on the third of Kislev. The Pinchas Karatzer remembered that story. He was there. I guess he was there at the side of the Balshemtov, and the Balshemtov uh, sent this message. And because of that, he wouldn't say Tachron on the third of Kislev.